And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, hustlers? Welcome back. I'm here with Ben Bellison, my friend uh, and client of Marknology for several years. I'm super excited to have him on the show. We're going to talk about uh, his business, Waggity, that we've been building together why he um, decided to start the business, what got him here, um, and all things Ben Bellinson. I'm really just excited to hear some of his story maybe that I haven't heard uh, on our client calls or our business calls and get into some of the details. Ben, say hello. Hello. Welcome. It's nice to be here. Excited to have you on. Uh, right before we get started, thank you to Full Scale, our sponsor, uh, for putting this show together. Ben, how's it going? Where are you at? It's a beautiful day in Southern Oregon. Um, we had sun this morning and we're expecting some Oregon rain in about an hour. I love it. I love your background. Everybody can't see. I know we're on a podcast, but it, it feels like Oregon to me. <laughs> it is. Well, let's get started uh, just with a little background. Um, I, I know a bit about your background. Um, you came out to Kansas City. We've had dinner and and talked about some of those things that got you started. But for everybody else that's listening to the show, um, tell me what what got you to a point where you wanted to be, um, you know, an entrepreneur, a founder. Uh, take as much time as you need to give me that backstory, and let's just kind of hear what uh, what got you to today. Great, uh, thank you, Andrew. I I spent um, not quite thirty years in the media business, and I worked for some some large companies, uh, Viacom, the Walt Disney Company, uh, primarily for the largest periods of time. And I was, uh, I, I was a, a marketing executive in those areas, worked uh, from the early days of the cable television industry in the cable area, uh, programming and marketing. And um, about about a dozen years ago, I had an interest in breaking off on my own and, and not being in a large corporate environment any longer. And I started a consulting firm. And I consulted with a few of my prior um, uh, emplo uh, employers. So um, for the time that I was in consulting, the Walt Disney Company and ESPN were two of my largest uh, clients. No big deal. And uh, I I also did a lot of work for NBC Universal and other companies in the media business, all related to marketing and partnership development and partnership management. Okay. Um, I had a health incident. I, I had some health uh, challenges, which required me to take about a year off to recuperate. And during that time, I started doing research on doing something more truly my own, Work, okay. work, working as a consultant, I was really working for other companies. They hired me, uh, you know, every year. And I, I um, have always been a dog lover. And I, in, in um, experiencing how my dog helped me with my recovery uh, from my health challenges and doing research into consumer trends and industry trends, I thought um, doing getting involved in, in the, uh, the the pet health business um, would make sense for me, leveraging my marketing experience particularly. And I decided uh, to uh, develop um, with, with experts um, and then market uh, a line of uh, supplements and vitamins uh, for dogs. Um, and um, also through, through what I was reading, um, sell those vitamins and supplements, not, not directly to customers from my website, but go, go through Amazon. Yeah. And, and in, in doing that, um, in doing that research, 
and trying to trying to learn how to launch a product on Amazon, I came across um, Andrew Morgan's and Marknology, and uh, I have been a, a a happy and growing customer of of your firms for several years now. Well, I didn't I didn't set him up to say that. I did choose him uh, because we have a, a great friendship, uh, and you know we've been building this together. It's been a lot of fun. So thank you for that, Ben. Um, one question. Let's dig into that just a little bit deeper. You said you were doing your research, and I, I think we've been working together three years, uh, four years. Okay, I was going to say that, but I just wasn't sure. Um, four years, and Marknology has definitely grown a lot in the last four years as well. So um, very thankful to have you with us on our journey and, and been a big part of our learnings in different areas and, um, and growing with us. And we hope that that continues. But I want to talk about, you know, for, for us, I remember um, it was only the second really private label or like a brand I had built. I guess I wouldn't call it even private. It was the second brand I had built from kind of scratch at the time. I had done it before with another supplement company. Um, so for me, it was it was exciting. You know, a lot of times we take a brand that's already existing and, um, you know, we kind of execute based on on what they want and it's already predetermined maybe it's got retail packaging and all those things but uh when we engaged it was very much in the infancy you know it's very much in concept stage and um you know kind of built that together so the learnings that come from um from that have just been amazing i want to talk about those but i want to talk about you're doing your own research you know you decide you want to create a brand you're, you're inspired by um, you know, your dog that helped you get through this health journey and, and want to give back to dogs, um, something you're passionate about. You, you decide to create a brand and you come across Amazon. Now, I believe in Amazon. You know, I put my last eight years into Amazon as far as that's how much I believe in it. But, um, you know, it's always kind of a synergy when I connect with someone on the other side that doesn't know as much as I know. Um, as far as like, you know, having gone all in on it and, and when they want Amazon right from the beginning, um, that's rare. There's only a, a several others that have been like, I want to create something. I want it to be Amazon. Was it a friend? Was it articles? Was it a conference you went to? Was it just kind of being in the marketing space? You, you, you felt like Amazon was coming up. What propelled you, um, to kind of make that your focus? Um, Amazon, uh, although I, I thought it was simpler than it is, a Amazon was a, a full solution in that they handled all the customer experience. They did the ship shipping um, and uh, it would be an easy way to enter the business for me. And I could expand to other areas uh, based upon what I'd learned at Amazon. Um, so it was, it was just research. And as a consumer, I knew that Amazon, as a consumer and through my my research, that Amazon had a large share of the the pet market, pet supplies, pet vitamins um, already. So if I could uh, develop a, a a little bit of a, if I could develop traction and momentum at Amazon, it would help me in other areas. And so I've I've expanded. I've gone from Amazon in the United States to Amazon in the United States and Canada. And now I'm um, also, my products are also available on other platforms, uh, the largest uh, being uh, a, a website dedicated to pets called Chewy.com. Um, yeah, glad you brought that up. I really, uh, you know, this this channel is not just Amazon, it's all e-commerce, you know, digital marketing. And um, so I want to talk about that. Like, uh, I know we haven't been on Chewy forever um and didn't have a lot of knowledge going into it you know at least with amazon you know there's a lot of confidence coming from me and like i had seen success there um but chewy as a as a marketplace how long have you been on chewy i've been on chewy exactly for uh, one year now um and uh in the last two months my chewy sales have grown to match what my amazon sales are and the growth rate is is higher um, th though I'm still growing on Amazon as well. Yeah. And it, we've seen some interesting things with, with Waggity from, you know, in the last four years, you know, we've seen competition in this space. We've seen, um, you know, 
emphasis changed from reviews to you know different things like that we've we've expanded to uk right i didn't want to bring that up um you know we pulled out of uk uh which is honestly one of the the only brands i i've worked with i think it had to do with pet supplements at the time and the uk was making some changes at that time some crazy changes um so then we put our focus into canada uh which has really actually paid off in a big way big way big way yep um, and, and another major development in my business is that two years into to having launched my company, I decided to rebrand. So Correct. I started as one brand and I, I grew into Waggity from something else with, yeah. with a similar product line. Yeah. And we don't have to you know go into all of that, but I like to just keep it as detailed as possible for anyone listening. I think there's a lot of podcasts that don't always go into the details. And, and one way we can help a lot of viewers is, is you know, as founders, this is a founders podcast by founders for founders. Um, you know, so for other founders thinking about Amazon, thinking about Chewy, thinking about rebranding, um, let's talk about rebranding for a second. You know, I think that um, we were finding that we were trying to target one customer uh, demographic. And while we were finding success, uh, we, we, found that we were really reaching a different demographic, even on Amazon, um, as we started to get into the details of the age groups and different things like that. So without going forward, we said, hey, let's, um, you know, think about that and and, and rebrand. Um, I love our rebrand, to be honest with you. Uh, I love Waggity's look and brand and feel. And I think um, people would echo that. What made you, you know, it's, such, it's a big move to rebrand in, in the middle of a, of a launch. Um, you know, two years in, what was kind of the catalyst behind that? Well, I, I, I felt that the, the, the first brand, um, unfortunately was a little bit too complicated and it wasn't as, um, catchy and recognizable. It didn't have the personality that I wanted it to. And I realized I wanted to do this for the long term. So, so better to pivot early and continue to learn uh, based upon what customers are telling me. Um, two years into having that new brand, I feel like I've, I've kept those customers and I'm growing new ones. And um, we have a really good reaction um, to, to the personality that we've developed. I would agree. Um, you know, you talked about launching on Amazon. We wanted to see where it took us and it would create other opportunities. We've gone to Chewy. We've gone to Amazon Canada. Um, you know, obviously we have a website and social media as well. Um, and really just trying to fine tune the synergy between all three of them. I think that's kind of our, um, you know, our reoccurring theme uh, in regards to what, what success look like on e-commerce. Um, and it's tying in all of the channels. Um, I know Ben has gone the extra mile with a lot of things. Let's talk about some of the things that, um, you know, you do at, with Waggity. Uh, maybe you've brought with past experience here, but I know that are a little bit extra things from, you know, contacting customers, uh, things like that. What do you think it takes, you know, in a, in a digital world to get customers to stay with you? Well, well first, it's all about the product. First, the product has to be good. And um, we... Um, so I don't have a manufacturing facility myself. I, I work with companies whose business it is to formulate and and manufacture. And I've I've joined, been certified to join the key industry association that checks on quality and working with nutrition nutritional vets and professors of veterinary medicine at different universities have identified and formulated products. And so key is having a consistent product that as much as possible shows results for pet owners and also um, the dogs enjoy taking. So uh, what's called palatability, the taste of the product is part of the product and, and that a dog will think it's a treat. So, um, and, and now I'm able th through the, the, um, the, the, the metrics that are available to me, learn that more than half of my customers, um, 
are repeat customers. And the goal is for that to continue and to grow and, um, and try to provide information to them uh, to keep their, keep their dog happy and healthy. And that's our, that's our key priority. And for them to feel comfortable uh, that they're getting a good quality product um, always. So um, it, a Amazon makes it tough, um, as does Chewy, for me to have a direct relationship with my customers. And that's why um, I'm exploring um, with Marknology, but exploring how to build my customer base of people who are buying directly from my website so I can um, create that relationship between the brand and, and the buyer. Yeah, I think that's super, super important. Um, and, and I couldn't agree more about number one is product quality. You know, they, they, they're having a relationship with the product before they are, you know, the sales reps or, you know, the, the website or you or the, the founders, you know, first, the first thing is, you know, receiving that package, um, you know, getting an item that's not broken or that's not damaged or, you know, a good fulfillment experience. Um, that's their reaction to it. Then there's their pet's reaction to it. You know, like, do they like it? Um, are they going to eat it? Are they going to have to stuff it down their throats to get them to take it? You know, um, as someone that runs the advertising, uh, I know that treats is a big keyword for us. You know, puppy treats, dog treats, senior dog treats. Um, so we have customers buying uh, our supplements that are for, you know, bone health and things like that. But are also coming in through treats and being, being, um, you know, happy with the product. So it's, it's a supplement type of product that also can double as a treat. Um, and, and dogs are looking forward to it. So I can speak to that. Um, and then on top of that, so we go from the product quality being high specifically on Amazon. It's really important because reviews can, can kill you, you know, and, uh, as we've released lots of products over the last four years, I, we started with three, um, you know, but there's been, quite a few more and we've learned a lot of things, you know, along the way. I want to bring up, um, I like this because I just, I know the journey so well, you know, but I want to bring up, you know, we launched with three products, right? Uh, it was, you know, we we're just getting to know each other and, and the brand and, and created these three products. And I, I remember we were making decisions on, is this working? Are we going to like, you know, keep building it? Uh, you know, we we're kind of trying to decide if we were all in, so to speak. Um, and then we came out with uh, Vitacalm, Calm, which is called Calm now, um, and Calm Max. Do you remember that when we came out with product number four? Yeah, we came. Yeah, uh, logistics. Um, I, I remember that, and I, I also remember stumbling because uh, we came out with a fourth fourth product. And every time you develop a new product, you have to to, to go into production and make thousands of units. So it's a big investment. And more quickly than I, I could have imagined, based upon my other products, we sold out. And um, I did everything I can, could to remanufacture that quickly, but we were off. We were unavailable for several weeks uh, during that process. So it, it's been one of the learnings. You know, there have been so many learnings. Uh, you know, from from product, the product development, making sure the right people are involved in, in formulation, make sure that the manufacturing is done correctly and that that what's in the product is is really what the ingredients are, are the highest quality possible to the warehousing, the logistics, um, the marketing is complicated with buying ads on Amazon and in other places. So so it's. It, it really um, requires both uh, a good set of uh, a good team to work with, as well as having the right technical tools, you know, software tools to uh, help automate different processes and having a partner um, who I'm, you know, give give credit where, where credit is due. You Marknology has led me to best in class um, software that helps me run the business. And, uh, over the four years, um, 
I will get calls periodically saying, hey, there's a new company that's that's doing something differently. And I think you should check this out and it might replace something I already have. Mm-hmm. But um, it's hard to do all that research on my own. And knowing that you have dozens of clients and that, that you're really seeing a, a big volume of what's going on and are talking to the right people, you know, I've got, I've got the best partner I can. Well, I appreciate that, Ben. Um, it definitely goes, you know, we're only as successful as, as the brand or the partner on the other side. Um, you know, so someone that's willing to try new things that Amazon comes out with that we're not experts at yet, you know, because anytime we get into a new beta or a new software, um, it requires a certain level of learning, um, you know, but the space that we're in is an innovative space. That's why we're here. You know, it's the future. Um, and that's that's kind of the I feel like the energy or the mindset that you have to have is that it's an always learning kind of business. That's the pro and the con is that you're, you know, you're kind of have to constantly learn new stuff. But the pro is that, you know, if one thing wasn't working, like, let's just try something else, um, you know, and, and get to that, go into those four products. I, re- I remember that because I've used it as an example, um, you know, a hundred times over the last four years, we, we put everything we could into those three products and, and we still have those. Um, they're still our, you know, our original products. They were great products. Um, but they just didn't take off like that fourth one. We put that fourth product up and I wouldn't say that, um, it was that there was anything wrong with the first three and maybe the first three even set us up for success with reviews on the store and, you know, having everything figured out. But we, we, uh, we were kind of planning off of how those had moved whenever we released the fourth one and, uh, we were just selling it like crazy. So we were learning together. And, and I've since rolled out other products that, are, that have even exceeded that. You know, it, was, it was interesting uh, and comforting today. Earlier today, I participated in a virtual um, industry conference. Uh, they weren't, the, the industry trade group wasn't able to get together, of course, because of COVID um, in person. And uh, there was some research shared that in my cat in the pet category, um, online sales since the start of coronavirus are up forty percent. It was the number was like forty two percent, and um, the industry association was saying they don't think e- even after people are feel comfortable of going back into retail stores that. Uh, in certain certain stores and certain situations, these sales will be maintained. So, ha- having an online foothold is is more important than ever, and it's it's almost like every day is Black Friday, Black Friday now. So, yeah, uh, Amazon hasn't even. I'm an you know we're an Amazon partner, uh, and and I have conversations with them weekly at some level, one area of Amazon or another. Um, and they're not even giving us prime day details and things like that, you know, which is what's made me think of Black Friday uh, as kind of Amazon's big week in July. Um, and so, you know, there's still going to be a prime day, but what the, exactly that looks like, I'm not sure. One thing I saw that was really interesting about pet, because I'm seeing those types of growth numbers across industries. And sure, there's been some that that slowed down. Um specifically when people didn't understand their funding and their finances and, you know, they're like, you know, those maybe not necessary purchases. I think that pet products fit into that necessary, those necessary purchases. Um, And I think that uh, pet adoptions were at an all time high uh, during that time as people were spending more time at home, thinking about having time to raise a pet for several months or puppies or adopted dog. Um, So new dog owners, not just you know existing dog existing dog owners that are now doing more shopping online, um, but new dog owners. And and while I was uh, you know stressed about COVID, there's a part of me that was happy that all these dogs were getting adopted and finding homes. Um, I saw an article in KC that was you know really touching on it. Yeah, uh, shelters across the United States have the fewest number of pets to adopt right now than they've ever had. Um, because people are take are, are bringing pets home to to uh, enjoy during this time, and hopefully that will continue. Yeah, so I don't think it's just going to be a, a lack of wanting to go into the brick and mortars. Um, 
but one, just a comfortability with buying online. Now that almost every household at some point probably was buying online, uh, you know, in the country. Um, so more comfortability, but also just access. You know, we talked about um, jumping topics just a little bit going back to um, earlier when you were saying that a big part of our strategy is repeat buyers, right? So what is a re if you're not getting the information from, you know, Chewy.com or Amazon.com, uh, I, I want you to set this up for, for our intentionality behind and turning customers into uh, repeat buyers. Yeah. So, so um, vitamins and supplements, when I, when I looked at what categories I was interested in within the pet category, within the dog category, I thought if I could develop a product that was strong enough that, that people could buy um, time after time, you know, you buy a vitamin and I, I have um, my dog gets uh, three different vitamins and supplements. Um, I take uh, several different vitamins and supplements as a human. So I, I wanted a product like that. And um, so, so that's what we're developing now. That's what we've developed. And, and through some of the tools that, that you have, that Marknology has, has recommended, I'm able to get those repeat um, buyer statistics. Um, and, uh, it's one of, one of the metrics I look at very carefully. And it's, uh, one of the metrics that, that is important to me, uh, to grow. Right. And, and on, on Amazon, um, they kind of set you up with a channel to do that with, with a service called subscribe and save. So anyone that has a really like consumable item, um, that they're selling. If you sell enough units, you have enough in stock for a certain amount of time. Keeping them in stock is paramount because uh, Amazon doesn't want you, you know, these customers to be on a monthly reoccurring buy or a, or a 90 day reoccurring buy and then, you know, not get the item that they're paying for in advance. Um, so that was, you know, some things that we've learned along the way as those programs rolled out. I'm not even sure that they were available when we first started. I'd, I'd have to remember. Um, but I do know that we've made a lot of intentional efforts, everything from, um, you know, getting physical addresses of customers and following up with physical mailers um, to, you know, automated emails to, um, you know, things on the packaging to engage buyers, um, you know, reminding them that their savings and, hey, we can make this a no brainer for you. Um, to keep this coming back into your household. And a lot of people think about these subscription boxes and, um, you know, there's a million ways to, to win online and there's a million things that you can do. Um, but one of our, specifically with the high advertising, um, you know, cost to acquire new customers in the pet space, while there's tons of money being spent, there's a lot of competition. And so our focus has been, while we're, you know, we're spending a lot to get those sales when we do, we want to try to retain as many customers as possible and, and make an intentional effort. So um, I love to hear that that's paying off. Yeah, the 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 category is is much more much more competitive than, than I had estimated. Um, but the lifetime value of a customer is also much higher. So the the advertising cost is is a payoff, and and then that's that's been a key learning. I would say I probably I, I I've hit my business plan, but it probably took me twice as long, and I've had to invest more money in marketing than I originally thought. But I feel comfortable with what we're doing, and I feel like we're building an asset with value. No, with I couldn't I couldn't agree more. And I think even when I started with you. Um, I hadn't worked with a, a pet supplement company before, just a supplement company. Um, and that company that, that I built from um, the ground up with, with my friend Gary, uh, they had a very large budget. There's three or four guys coming together to kind of create a brand. And then uh, my friend Gary bought them out, but they were coming in kind of heavy hitters. And some of the supplements that they had weren't mainstream as well so there was less competition so that was kind of really my only exposure to supplements at that time um and really what what we realized um 
you know, that competition, the advertising space was a surprise to both of us. You know, I like to talk about some of the, you know, we weren't perfect on that. And, um, you know, ways that we found, we kind of pivoted and said, okay, the advertising cost is higher than we thought in regards to getting customers. So what what's plan B? And that was, okay, let's take intentional effort and extra energy in retaining all of these customers instead of just turning and burning. Um, and, th- and then in Canada was another win when it came to advertising, just lower competition, um, you know, better advertising for us um, and, and helped us uh, push some of those efforts. And we were earlier to market in Canada. That really helped. Um, and and um, <clears throat> you also pushed me to make a, a more a, a bigger investment into social media and and I, I that that takes time and um, it is beginning to show uh, dividends and not not just not just in in sales but in relationships and in connecting with influencers which is so important in terms of building a brand and uh, you know it's it's uh, one of the things that's been fun for me is even, you know, coming into this thinking that I knew marketing, um, recognizing how quickly things are, are evolving, are, are, are growing um, with Instagram and Facebook and, and, and uh, connecting uh, with the right uh, influencers in my category, pet influencers or dog influencers specifically. Uh, how to do how to do blog articles that are that that are educational but also fun. Um, you know, it's it's just there's a lot to do, and um, it w- when you do it right, it pays off. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think it's a it's a balance because there's you know, if I was in a business where there wasn't anything else to learn and there wasn't anything else to do, and I feel like my only lever was this one lever. Uh, and, and that was the only thing I could focus on. And if it was working great, and if it wasn't like, what do I do? Um, I think what I love about e-commerce is that there's so many ways to win, um, you know, and there's so many things to try and there's so many ways that, Hey, I could spend, you know, a week working on a couple of blog articles or, you know, one blog article that's really well-written can, can really pay off or, um, whether it's social for me, it's all about branding. And one thing I know about Amazon customers is that, um, you know, they're very comfortable with looking up a brand, looking at reviews, looking at competition, reading the reviews, um, you know, looking into brands and, and t- with today's climate, um, you know, all around from, um, from COVID to political climate to all of it. Um, I think customers are, are rapidly approaching, um, you know, awareness when it comes to shopping in regards to who, who is the founder of this company who are the people that work here you know what are the ingredients where do they make them um you know like much less that pets and are part of people's families uh you know specifically here in the u.s and 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 in canada um and if if this is going to be a family member taking these products like you know i want to make sure it's a good brand and and i i'm happy that you know as these kind of things are going we're four years in uh working on building that um while it's not always ROI, you know, it's, it's great having partners that understand the long game um, and understand that we're building a brand, um, not just turning and burning on Amazon. Right. We're, we're building a brand to have val- to provide value to its customers. Um, that, that's the people who own pets and their dogs and, and build value for the brand. You know, it's, it's, um, it only works if it works for the customers. That's what I learned early in my career. And that's that's making the right investment a smart investment early. Um, and, and again, I where I said it took me twice as long as I thought it would. Um, that's where 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 you were good in counseling me and coaching me in the early days. You know where you'd see small growth and you would encourage me. And um, it, it's not always fast. But if, if, if you feel strongly about your product and, and you, you feel like you've got the right people on your team, you can get to it. Right. And, and we had some, um, you know, we made some, we made some moves along the way, to, uh, even some partnerships that didn't work out. Uh, and anytime you, you know, you take a wrong turn, you got to turn around backtrack. 
um, you know, to get back on track. So there was, you know, there's been some times and I, I was just like being transparent with anyone listening. You know, we talk about, you know, Ben pats me on the back about Marknology, you know, being um, a pivotal partner. And I know that we are. Uh, but, you know, there's even ways that the relationship had to be there so that when we made wrong turns, you know, we could backtrack together and get back on track. Um, and I think that's really important. I think, um, you know, we've worked with brands um, that as soon as we run into one of those things where we're trying and it doesn't work out, it's more like a let's split ways, um, you know, because those things happen. They, they definitely happen when you're trying to be innovative. You're trying to try new things. You're trying to explore into new areas, keep things cheap sometimes. Um, you know, you come, you come into areas that you're like, man, I wish we hadn't have done that or would have done that a different way. Um, but, but stronger for it every time. Um, and I think that if you're in the e-commerce space, you're just in a space that hasn't been done before a million times and almost every brand has to approach it a little bit different. Um, that's one of the major things I feel like we, we've, we've, we've learned on the journey. Yeah. And I, 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 I've always expected that I would have to pivot at different times and, um, both pivot from what I learned, but also iterate, you know, I, I, I'm, it, it, it's interesting. Um, my my products have have very much um, stayed the same. The formulations have been consistent, but I've I've iterated and we've pivoted in different ways to grow the business, and um, and I think you just need to expect that. Right. That's that's that, that was my point. Expecting kind of the unexpected. Expect to pivot. Um, you know, we had to move in directions to figure out that we were going to go a different direction. You know, um, we talked about UK, um, you know, we were getting success in UK. Most of the brands I've launched in UK ha have done well, um, you know, to the listeners out there, like UK has been a great marketplace. Um, what we didn't know was, um, UK put some changes in place that you had to have a physical warehouse and um, some different things like that. As, as Amazon started growing out there and the government started implementing things, um, we had to learn that the hard way. Yep. The, pro the products needed to be labeled differently for the UK because they're pet supplements. Um, and uh, also because of my expert, my products have expiration dates that made um, it a bit more challenging. Correct. But but we didn't. We did it in a way. I always knew the UK would be a test, um, and I was hoping we could go from the UK to to at the time the broader European market. Um, but but we brought stuff back, and and we grew Canada. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, exactly. I think UK will see Waggity at some point, um, but for now we've. We've put that on pause. I'll have a conversation with Ben offline. We'll talk about a couple other channels Amazon's opening up. Um, you almost have to be an expert in those countries sometimes to know, specifically if you're in like the formulation space, you know, what's what's allowed, what's not allowed. It's not as easy as like, you know, a set of speakers or, you know, some kind of product like that. Yeah, we've, we've, we've also learned uh, Amazon has made a lot of changes uh, related to taxation. Um, and and who collects taxes? So some so at the beginning of my my business, I didn't really worry about local sales, local or state sales taxes. It became a challenge, and and Amazon has begun collect in most states. Amazon is collecting taxes for us. So um, you know it's it's still evolving. The market is still evolving. Right, still evolving. I think it's about almost half and half. Right, as far as states that collect and states that don't. I think it's 37 states collect now and 13 don't. But they've come, yeah. they've come up quick. They've come up quick. Uh, I think there was four and then, you know, it's rapidly grown. Um, let's let's sidetrack again. I want to talk about, um, you know, your background in regards to business partnerships and, um, you know, thinking about having an online business and your background there. We started talking about influencers, you know, and, and you're talking about, all the different ways that a relationship is possible online. Um, and really, I think that for any of the founders out there listening that are like, you know, maybe thinking about digital in a, in a way that stresses them out or that they don't understand and they have all this experience in a different space. For me, even as a, um, a younger person into business, um, you know, I would say that a lot of what I, I try to do is utilize things I learned in a different 
space, um, you know, whether it's marketing or selling or um, retail and be like, how, how is this in e-commerce? Because e-commerce isn't inventing something new. It's almost remixing, you know, a, an older practice. And so influencers or affiliates or business relationships um, still have their place. Um, it's just digital and it's a little bit different in the way that, that you go about it, but I'm really excited about social cause it's going to open up a lot for us. Yeah. And, and I'm in a, a high touch, um, an emotional product set cause it, it relates to people's pets, which is close to them. So, um, we're testing some, some influencer marketing now, and, 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 there's so many different kinds of influencers depending upon your market. So it could be a, a someone who has a, a, a dog walking business who touches a lot of uh, customers and therefore has influence with those, those dogs and those customers. And I, through your recommendation, I, I have a, a relationship with a, a dog walking business in Kansas city. Um, I, I, I was thinking about a partnership then I'm going to explore with a hotel group. Um, more and more people are traveling with their pets. So if we could package um, some of the calming product that does so well for, for Waggity now and offer that as a, a guest amenity for, for hotel guests who come with their dogs. Um, so so it's, it's just taking creativity and seeing where, where you can introduce the product and connect the product in new ways um, in the real space. No, I think, I think the Marknology team can really leverage, um, you know, your experience, uh, you know, with media and, and partnerships and relationships and how to utilize those, um, you know, just specifically the, the format has changed a little, um, but the science is the same if that makes sense. And, and um, you know, that's really where it starts getting fun and interesting. Uh, Landlocked actually is a brand that I own. And we actually had a girl um, that went viral today. Um, she's got over a million views on TikTok, you know, with one of our shirts on. Um, and you just don't know how it happens. You know, it's, that wasn't even planned with us. It wasn't an influencer. Um, you know, so TikTok's a new channel. You know, I'm definitely not a pro at TikTok or anything like that, you know, but um, it's continuing to try the new things. What, you know, how does that relationship get formed? How do we monetize it, you know, um, or turn it into brand awareness? Uh, that's what gets me excited, I guess, is is really just thinking about new ways um, of business. And it was so exciting for me, honestly, during COVID. It was, it was stressful for sure, but it was exciting to see so many businesses, founders, owners, kind of come back to their roots in regards to uh, being entrepreneurs. And, um, you know, you're seeing business owners, businesses get closed and and them get super creative in the way that they were um, reaching people digitally again. And I think that's just what we have to, we have to stay that way constantly. Absolutely. And, and, and it's kind of a pivot, you know, I'm, I'm always, <clears throat> I do some of my best thinking um, when I'm, I'm, hiking with my dog not far from where i live by myself with my dog and thinking about these types of things it's it's fun and uh it's it's refreshing and we have to as an entrepreneur you have to constantly find that creative spark yeah for sure where can we find you on social ben so we're on we're on facebook and it's just the name at Waggedy, W-A-G-G-E-D-Y, and Instagram, also at Waggedy. Yeah, if you guys, uh, anyone out there listening has, um, you know, pets, we would love to have you follow the brand, um, engage, we'll, you know, we'll send you send you some samples, would love to have you tag us on Instagram, um, Facebook, you know, we're having a lot of fun with that, seeing people with their um, you know, we have some instances where people have had older dogs and they've been on the supplements and getting kind of lively again. Um, so those things are, are super fun to show on social and and share with us. We love hearing stories from customers and helping as we can. Yeah, it's been so much fun, um, you know, growing this brand and seeing it come to life. I remember like the photos we started with, um, you know, in the beginning and getting to where you know, we've even got some of some of your your little loved ones 
um, you know, in the brand, in the branding and, and really just, you know, making it um, what we thought it could be from the early days. Let's let's switch gears just real quick before we get out of here. Um, I'd love to hear some of your mindset stuff. You've always been someone that um, has a unique perspective on uh, on business, on the world. Almost every time we start a call, we, we, you ask me if I've been traveling and where I've been. Um, you know, you've been all over the world seeing things. Um, and, and that's something that I think we had a, as a relationship side early on was uh, our love for travel. As someone that got out of the media space, out of corporate, wanted to do their own thing, realized kind of where they settled in the middle wasn't there and and, and is now on Waggety. Uh, in, you're in Oregon. What are some of the things you do to, to spark creativity uh, besides a dog walk, uh, you know, happiness? Um, what are some of your mindset tricks to get you back into that space where, um, you know, you're feeling fueled up as an entrepreneur? Great question. Well, you, 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 you kind of named it travel, is is one of them though though that's hard today um, with COVID. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, I think I think it's so important to be curious and and to be observant and you know to 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 look to other brands and and other products for inspiration. So I'm I I look at 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 that. I, I look at other brands and in other industries. I, I I try to talk to dog owners whenever there's an opportunity, um, but for me, um, creativity is is um, blossoms when I'm in nature, and I, I try to get away into into the open spaces, fresh air, and um, just let my mind wander. Not not necessarily always thinking about business, but frankly. Um, business always comes up, you know, what I'm doing uh, at some point pops in there and, and I get an idea. Um, I listen to a lot of, lot of podcasts. Um, and I also, uh, read as much as I can and across a broad spectrum of subjects. And, um, because I, I think it's important to understand people and the time that we're living in to be successful as an entrepreneur as well and, and, and to live our values. Right. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more um, in regards to understanding people. And, and, you know, for me travel, I've been actually struggling during COVID in regards to my hobbies and my kind of, you know, my clear my mind um, activities that I partake in, you know, for me, it's shows. I love going to shows. Um, traveling to go to a show is like a home run for me. Um, there's something just about live music that kind of really just sparks my creativity and and feeling refreshed and things like that. Now you get me at Red Rocks where I'm traveling, go to a show, and I'm outside in nature. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm 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 head over heels. Um, we'll be back. There. We'll be we'll get back there. We will. We will. Um, and it will just make it more enjoyable when we get that when we get that chance. Um, I actually just uh, booked a trip to Turkey in September, so I'm going with my dad. Uh, there's there's a health reason we're going to Turkey for for a couple of weeks, so I'm gonna fly out there with him and just kind of uh, keep him company. Um, but Istanbul has always been on my list. Excellent, good for you. Yeah, so uh, I'm surprised. Usually Ben will send me a list. He's been almost everywhere I've been before to any of the listeners, and he'll send me a list of where he's gone, uh, what he enjoyed, what I definitely have to check out. Um, very detailed, very organized. I'll get you some suggestions from my son for, for Turkey. He's He's been there several times, and uh, it's one of his favorite places to travel. I knew you wouldn't let me down. See, at first when I thought it, I said it, I didn't think you had been, but I knew um, I knew you'd have something for me. Okay, so talk to mindset just a little bit. Um, I know that you could talk about mindset all day. Um, I feel like you've shared all, all kinds of things in that regard over the years. Uh, what are some of the things um, that you're looking forward to in regards to Waggity? I know the things that we're working on now. Um, what are some of the things you're looking forward to the rest of the year uh, as a focus? Um, 
let's talk about that and then I'll, I'll follow up with the la- the next question i don't want to i don't want to give you too much well i um boy this year it's so much i i a, a priority is building social and uh working with in or developing a, a greater number of influencers that we have relationships with um we are refi- we're we're refining um a product uh, that will be a new product that we hope to launch in the third or fourth quarter. Um, and um, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to do uh, primary research with, uh, with consumers in different parts of the country to see if there are, are buying differences uh, based on geography, which we haven't been able to, to really learn, but that's, Customer research is a real challenge with Amazon, um, and and without having a, a deep um, uh, website myself yet. So the, I, I guess the, the next area is building the Waggity.com uh, sales channel, as opposed to funneling customers to, to Amazon and Waggity to to have more. Excuse me, Amazon and Chewy to have more of them buy directly through Waggity. So we can um, talk to those people um, more often. That's yeah. a real priority. No, I love it. Um, I love it. And I think that it just sounds like relationship. We want to talk to them. We want to be able to reach them. Um, you know, we released the uh, Marknology dashboard for advertising um, about a month ago. And to get more customer data, to get more insights on um, customer data. And, and I'm hoping in the next few months, it's actually Amazon's the one that's releasing it. So I know that it's coming out, but once we get access to it, the goal will be to have a dashboard where we're able to see zip codes um, and be able, to, be able to see a map of, of where each customers are buying. Um, so I'm super excited about that. I know it's going to create a lot of value. You see, I learned something every time I talk to you. Yeah, I can't tell you everything I'm working on. I got to keep you on a drip a little bit, you know, so, uh, you know, you stay with me. I'm there. Cool. Well, give, give me give me one more soundbite before we, we pop off. Um, you know, I just want to talk about um, a couple of failures. I know we've, we've gone through them. Um, you know, we've gone through them today as the UK. Some of them just popped up in our conversation. Um, but I have a couple of things. It's not so much a, an exact failure. I want to talk more about the mindset of like what you do for, you know, for happiness or creativity. But what are some of the things that get you maybe feeling down about the business? Um, or just feeling, you know, kind of down as an entrepreneur, even if you want to separate it from that. And then, you know, something you do to get out of that. That could be even the walks in nature, you know, uh, you know, to get you out of those. For me, I have some funks, um, you know, but I like sharing a little bit of tips of, of some of the, the downsides of being an entrepreneur um, that aren't necessarily related to just one business um, and some of the things you do to, to kind of get out of that. Well, the the I, I guess the biggest failure um, which I I don't see as a failure I see it as a learning, um, but it's it's taken a long time and, and I think I'm still still in that process. Is the logistics? Is um, this is my first experience of having a business with an inventory and doing proper inventory planning. Uh, so, so manufacturing happens at time. There's a long lead time for manufacturing that I get the right merchandise in the warehouse and that I get it to Amazon in time. So I don't, so I don't lose out. Um, and, uh, frankly, um, I, I try, I try to make sure that, that some of these learnings or some of these failures don't cause the business to go down. And, and if, if I can learn from them while still being here. Um, I can, I can be stronger and, um, and that's what's happened. Uh, we talked earlier about how calm was sold so quickly when I first brought it out. And then I was at an inventory inventory for a while. Well, it's back, it's back in inventory now and, and has been, and has a great following. Um, and, and my, my greatest uh, strategy uh, for for dealing with that, frankly, is is just 
taking walks, going on hikes and breathing and, um, and, and learning a lesson. Uh, cause, cause, uh, life is, is, is not about knowing it all. And, and we can't expect that of ourselves, but, but we should also expect ourselves to learn. And, and that's part of the fun, I think. Um, um, and, and where I can help others based upon what I've learned. No, I think that's so good. And I, I you know, I've, I've had a couple of guests on, on my show so far, uh, and a reoccurring theme has been logistics. You know, I think a big part of that, um, even listening to it myself as, as a founder of Marknology is where can we provide more support in regards to those learnings? Um, you know, I think a lot of times if we engage with a brand that's already established, um, their logistics are pretty much in place, you know, and it becomes, okay, how do we get this into Amazon? And there's a little bit of learnings there. Um, but for a startup, for someone that's founding, maybe their experiences in marketing or media or relationships, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to learn. It's a lot to learn. And, and um, as an entrepreneur with a small team, um, it's, imp- it's critical to, you know, something else th- that I, I guess, I don't know if I would say it is, is a learning or is, is working with the right people. Um, because uh, no one person can do it all. And you have to, you have to feel like you're working with a group with integrity who, who understands your goals and um, is behind you. So picking the right partners is critical. Yeah. Um, That's not always easy. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off just yet. I think we're onto something good. Um, and don't just butter me up here. Let's We can talk about other partnerships, okay? Because I think that this is really huge. Um, and something I take a lot of, you know, I guess pride in, or at least like a lot of intentionality behind partners that I recommend to clients, knowing that if I connect you with a bad video or I connect you with a bad web team or I connect you with, you know, a bad fulfillment center or I connect you with, uh, you know, bad influencers, um, as a team that's trying to help you grow your business, I'm only hurting myself, um, you know, in that regard. So it becomes, um, how do you get these good partnerships um, without trying them, you know? Um, and, and I can tell you that I personally have lost thousands upon thousands of dollars, you know, over the last six years um, with some, some bad relationships. What's a couple, you know, a couple of things you look for, uh, you know, outside of integrity when it comes to a partnership? Well, I, I, I try to learn as much about, about the, the person or entity as possible, um, both through, through the materials that they have posted, you know, what their presence is, um, talking to them directly. I spoke to one of your, um, one of your other customers before engaging with you, um, and uh, I, I try to listen for authenticity if, if um, that's going to be hard to explain. But um, you, I think it's important to set good expectations and to try to be as honest as possible or always be honest, but try to set expectations that are as realistic as possible. And... Um, and, and then there's always a little bit of risk. Right. Um, and, and any relationship isn't going to always be a hundred percent perfect. So if, if you have, if you've developed some trust, uh, you can get through those downtimes. For, for me, just piggybacking on that. Um, for me, it's been, I guess, a strategy that I've learned more recently is, is try to create that relationship before you just, you know, jump into bed with them, so to speak, you know, and, and work on something small, find a small project you can do together. Um, you know, see how that goes, see how they handle something like that. Um, you know, before you dial it up, whether it's a warehouse system, whether it's a three PL, whether it's a referring partner. Um, you know, I think sometimes people get so excited about the partnership that they just, they just, you know, dive head first. Um, and for me, that's just, that has yet to work out. Good advice. That's that's really good advice. And and um, if if you can grow together, even better. 
couldn't agree more. Uh, I think we're a testament of that. Uh, everybody listening, um, Ben, thank you so much. Find him on Facebook and Instagram at Waggity. Uh, would love to have you guys there. If you're influencers, pass it on. If you just want to check out the brand, I know Ben would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for sharing your journey uh, over the last four years. I'm sure I'm going to have you back, and I want an update on on everything you're working on, um, you know, and what what we will have learned from from now till then. Thanks so much, Andrew, and thanks, Startup Hustle. Yeah, thank Appreciate you. The time. Thank you, Hustlers. Thank you, Full Scale, for this episode. We'll talk to you later. Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.